Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about bagworms. In like five episodes recently, we've talked about the need for inspecting your trees. So I did it yesterday. I have three trees, and I inspected them all. Two were just fine, boring trees, the ones in the backyard, but the one in the front yard has bagworms. I say one, it's two trees, but they're kind of like wound together. So one tree had bagworms. The tree we had in our front yard when I was younger had bagworms every year, and we would always remove them with this baggie and seal it and toss it into the dumpster. So I did the same thing yesterday to the tree that had the bagworms, but like, what are bagworms and why do they look like that? So I started researching after I pulled them off the tree and here we are. The first thing I learned is that bagworms is one word. I also learned just so much else, but that was the first thing. Bagworms, one word. So when I think of bagworms, I picture the brown, almost like diamond-shaped cocoon that hangs off tree limbs. I assumed they turned into something, and I was only half right. The bagworms are caterpillars who travel and just sort of live in this little bag that they make out of like silk. And they'll also use parts of the tree to camouflage it. So the ones I pulled off yesterday had tiny little twigs on the outside, which was cute. They live on the trees and they munch on leaves all summer long. They do have favorite trees, including juniper and red cedar, but they can be found on so many trees, including the apple trees in my front yard that I just found them on. So they nibble on the leaves, they live in their little bags, and they grow up to two inches. Then they close up their bags, effectively turning it into a cocoon. When they're dangling off the trees, like you kind of think of bagworms doing, they're in their cocoon stage. When they're on the sides of branches, like fully adhered and not dangling, they're in the caterpillar stage. I'm not sure I've ever seen any do that. Like in real life, I looked at pictures, but I always see them just dangling, which means I've missed their caterpillar stage entirely and they're in cocoons already. So inside the cocoon, they turn into a moth. Now here's where things get weird. Also, I'm sorry for the click clacking. One of the dogs is in here. Uh, Inside the cocoon, they turn into a moth, but kind of. So the males will emerge from the cocoon like a moth, but the females don't. They just live in there as wingless moths inside the cocoon for the rest of their life. Isn't that crazy? The females will open up a little hole in the cocoon to mate, and she'll produce between 500 and 1,000 eggs inside her body, and then she dies, and the eggs stay in the sack until the following spring, and then they hatch and restart the cycle. So let's talk about that for just a second. The female bagworms hatch, and they produce a bag, to protect themselves as caterpillars. And then they close up the bag to be a cocoon. And then they open the bag up to mate. And then they lay eggs in the bag. 
the the bags for bagworms do a lot of work. I'm just saying it it's kind of mind-blowing to me. The bagworm caterpillars look like dark brown or grayish worms, just right the worm part of their name and the bag part's pretty obvious. Uh, sometimes the caterpillars will have stripes on their first few segments, but not always. Although you don't often see them outside of their protective bag, so it almost doesn't matter what they look like. And speaking of it being protection, I've got to say, those things are tough. I tried to squish them yesterday, you know, for science, and I did zero damage. Like, okay, I pulled them off with the baggie. But then instead of sealing the baggie and throwing it away, I put it on the sidewalk so I could, like, squish it against my shoe to see, like, what comes out. The answer is nothing. I couldn't squish them. Isn't that crazy? Most bagworm moths aren't anything remarkable. They're just brown moths. And again, they're just the males. I did see one on the tree earlier when I pulled the cocoons down and really didn't think anything of it. There was just a, a brown moth. And I did think, like, I wonder if these turn into moths. But then I just sort of pulled them off and moved on with my day. The bagworms pose a serious threat to your trees. A tree with several bagworms will lose all its leaves, causing it to die. My infected apple trees aren't very big, so there may be a quarter bare, maybe a little less. But the damage is very clear on smaller trees, and my apple trees are smaller trees, so if I don't monitor the situation, the bagworms could easily kill my apple trees. Okay, I know it's not what we're talking about, but a few years ago, I planted apple seeds that I pulled out of an apple that I got at Target. And that's where these trees came from. Like they lived in my house for maybe two years in a big pot. And then they moved outside to live in a big pot. And now they're, they've been in the ground. This is their second year in the ground. And they've grown so much. And I'm so very proud of myself and them. And it kind of breaks my heart that they have something eating them. Because... I think I'm only like two or three years away from having apples. And that's not going to be possible if these bagworms kill them. Outside of damaging trees, bagworms pose no threat to you or your pets. It's important to remove them when you see them. My family's method of pulling them off with a plastic baggie and throwing them away is a good one. But there are other ways to treat them. So when I reached for a sandwich bag to pull these off the tree... I did kind of think this is a big waste of plastic. You do not have to use a baggie. Um, you can just put on like gardening gloves and pull them off and then put them in just your dumpster, really. That'll be fine to get rid of them. You don't want to pull them off and let them fall to the ground because that isn't effective. If the cocoon is full of eggs, they will still hatch on the ground. If it's a caterpillar, it will just crawl back up. And if it's female, she can still lay eggs from the ground. So it's best to fully remove the bagworms from the area so that they don't make a comeback. Now, by fully removing it from the area, don't put it in a place close to another tree. Um, that kind of defeats the purpose. So I, yesterday, Reached for the baggie, took them off using the baggie, but then I released them onto the sidewalk so I could squish them and see what happened. Nothing happened and I was very disappointed. 
So I got a gardening glove on and put them back in the bag, sealed it, threw it in the dumpster. But I could have just pulled them from the tree with the gloves, threw them on the sidewalk to try to squish them, picked them back up with the gloves, and then tossed them in the dumpster just sort of loose because they aren't going to be able to get out. And then by the time they make it to the dump, um, actually my city doesn't use a dump. We burn all our trash and use it as energy. So, like, they're not going anywhere. They don't pose further threat to anything in my area when I do that. Of course, that may be different for you, but most dumps, landfills, etc. aren't known for their trees. So I think it's fine to throw them away. Um... I don't recommend pesticides. I know they work. We've talked about this before. You spray the tree for bagworms, but then you also are spraying the good stuff that may be near the tree or on the tree that are really good pollinators and are just a positive in your ecosystem. You're also potentially poisoning the birds that live in the tree or the squirrels. It, using poison just affects your ecosystem in a way more than just killing the bug that you're trying to kill. So I always recommend to find a different way to deal with a pest. Spraying pesticides just isn't a good idea for your ecosystem, but then also when it rains, that pesticide gets washed down and then eventually ends up in whatever pond, river, lake, ocean is near you. And it it causes a bigger ripple than I think people are aware of. So I wouldn't recommend spraying them. Pulling them off the tree is very effective and it's very easy. And honestly, it's very satisfying because they're kind of really attached to the limb. So when I ripped them off yesterday, it felt like I was kind of getting revenge for my poor little apple trees. So, that's how I would recommend getting rid of them. Will they pet? No, I'll keep those as pets. Let's recap and close this one out. I learned so much this week. Going in, I knew what they looked like. I had no idea the cocoons I saw could be females who never emerge, or could be males about to turn into moths, or it could be a caterpillar living on the tree in a protective bag that will later turn into its cocoon, or it could be just a cocoon full of eggs. Like there's nothing else I can think of that uses the same structure so many ways. It's wild. They will destroy your trees. So it's important to remove and dispose of them in a way that don't allow them back onto your trees. I mean, this whole episode, I just, I didn't know any of this. I was very mind blown every step of the way. Hopefully you learned something too. Thank you so much for learning with me today. I will see you next week here on the Bug Plug Podcast. Music